Your support helps us bring fresh voices, new voices, and credible voices. Support Mind Podcast by clicking on support the Mind Podcast link on mind.net. You can also write to us at info at mind.net about any other way you would like to support Mindmakers. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this episode of Mind Podcast. This is Adit Kapadia, and together with me are Sunanda Vashisht and Pramod Kumar Buravalli. How are you guys doing? Good. How are you, Adit? Very good. And I'm pleased. And, and I'm pleased to uh, have a um, uh, guest coming joining us for this Mind Podcast. Uh, so our good friend and columnist uh, Neha Srivastava joining us from New York. She uh, works on Wall Street. So if you have all the money questions out after the Mind Podcast, please feel free to bug her. Don't kill me now for that. And, okay, and we we do want Neha to come on Mind Podcast after this also. Okay, Adil, please do not ruin so it. I, I take back my words. <laughs> But then she's a she's a columnist. Neha, uh, if anyone bugs you about Adit, you know who to catch. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> she, she 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 writes uh, on political, social, historic issues. She has written uh, columns for uh, various media portals and is very active on Twitter as well. So um, hello, Neha. How's it going? Hey, hi. Uh, first of all, thank you for inviting me for this podcast. I've been uh, we are uh, listener for a while. And uh, very happy to participate. This is a great initiative and very innovative as well. Um, so very happy to be here. Thanks for inviting me. And please do not contact me for financial. <laughs> <laughs> no fair point. No, I, do, am a, I am a techie on Wall Street, so not. Nah, nah, I, I know. I, if you follow my advice, then uh, you are on your own. So, <laughs> that, that, that's a good, good caveat. Spoken like a true Wall Street employee. <laughs> So, anyways, um, getting right into it. So, uh, we'll be talking about a multitude of issues. And Neha, just uh, giving you a heads up: at the end of every podcast, we do like a recommendation, which are like non-political, political, whatever videos, movies. So, just have a recommendation ready, just whatever you want uh, to give. So, I, initially, before we start into anything, I wanted to know. So, you are a resident of Lucknow, and uh, a lot. And I know we've talked because she's made uh, Neha has made two trips to India one before the UP election and one three months after the UP election and nobody thought that Yogi Adityanath would be um, uh, appointed as the chief minister of UP that's why Mind uh, had a headline saying that Yogi Adityanath sho- uh, Modi shocks the left right and center by appointing Yogi Adityanath so I want to get a brief sense from you Neha about what's going on in UP and what is your take on the first three or four months of the Yogi government especially since New York Times and all have taken some very interesting headlines on him so Neha yeah. Uh, yeah so I see UP has always been you know the boiling pot uh, where all of the fun stuff happens uh, and interestingly nobody bothers to ask UP residents about all the fun stuff uh, so I'm glad you're asking me this question we have uh, resident I journalists na, for that <laughs> so <laughs> that's true that's true um, so we have uh, like I went um, in November and incidentally I was there um, when Prime Minister appeared on TV and shocked us all with telling me that you know all your notes are out now, now not valid and I had a lot of them so that was uh, worrisome idea but um, so from there uh, in November I spent some time in UP um, got a sense of you know what was going on um, unfortunately I wasn't able to go back to vote this election cycle but I it was you know the the canvassing and the um, what other different parties were doing and the political 
uh, scene was pretty hot. Uh, so that was an interesting observation. Then I happened to go again uh, in July, uh, in June, and uh, uh, came back just a few days ago actually. Um, so the difference is actually palpable. Uh, but I'll step back a you know step back a bit and and talk about November first. So a lot of conversations happened around demonetization and you know people allegedly fainted and allegedly died and whatnot stuff. Um, I was one of the few people who went and stood in line three times uh, because we kept forgetting that we had notes and we kept finding notes from I don't know places that we didn't even know existed. Uh, so we had to repeatedly go back and stand in lines and exchange them because there was also a hard limit on the amount of cash you could exchange. Um, overall, standing in those lines, sweating as we were, um, the atmosphere was one thing. Take def- one thing definitely. For the first few days, there was a lot of confusion. Uh, people were not clear of what, like how much cash they could deposit. What were the caveats? They didn't know that if they brought pan with it and deposited it in the account and took it out through ATMs, it would work. Um, ATMs stopped working, so there was definitely a lot of chaos. Um, so I agree uh, with every criticism that says it could have been done better. Uh, although I do understand that you know managing the logistics of something you wanted to keep secret is not easy. Uh, my mother has worked for thirty-five years in a bank, um, so you know there are no secrets. <laughs> we know what goes on. But let so, me ask you this, um, uh, j- just to pause uh-huh. you for a second, and uh, Pramod and Suranda can come and chip in with points to add. Okay. Question that logistically, of course, it was a challenge. But at that point, did you think that politically this could be a very successful move for Narendra Modi? And uh, Pramod- I was, I was, you know, skeptical. Um, I didn't know how the public would react, hmm. um, especially that you know Indian public does not like to get out of their houses for reasons that they don't. Um, appreciate. Hmm. So um, I was initially skeptical. Once you went into the lines, you saw all kinds of reactions. Hmm. Some people were like, you know, this is a huge waste of my time. I could have been doing this. I could have been doing that. But what you would incidentally observe almost instantly, somebody else would reply, right? And and they would say, but think about it. Hmm. It's a good idea. Hmm. And then they would, while standing in this line, there will be a huge discussion. Um, of you know why it's a good idea how can you say so what is it even going to achieve um, so uh, do you uh, Neha just uh, pausing you there a little uh-huh. bit do you think this is the personal credibility of Narendra Modi even after three years of being in power that he can pull off something like um, demonetization uh, you know without a glitch and people are actually and these are not your uh, party workers or anything these are ordinary people who are fighting on behalf of the government and saying that listen somebody is doing something why do you not uh, you know agree to it or why do you why are you not becoming a part of the problem i mean part of solution instead of becoming a problem so is that and and i know you're going to get into up after that so um i just wanted to say this that it all up election was also fought on with uh, narendra modi on the ticket so to speak mm-hmm. yeah yes. so uh, interestingly that that's a very good point you bring up like because um, you know uh, the conversations that I heard around, you know, standing in those lines off and on, even in drawing rooms, uh, like later discussions in, you know, the neighborhood, uh, most of them were not talking about the government did this. They were all talking about Modi did this, right? So the the, the word usage is very in, interesting and crucial uh, to understand. 
and there's another factor that played which is a psychological factor and it's very typical of indian psyche you know so i don't honestly expect uh, the new york times or washington post to understand um a lot every one of us especially in up you know has witnessed black money um you know exchanging hands in one way or the other either we've been victimized with it um and to be very frank it does not like corruption at the scale that happens in india is not possible without the common public participating it in it or condoning it okay right? so people have sorry go people on. have def- yeah people have definitely uh, they're definitely aware of the scale of the issue they right? initially they thought when the uh, when during campaigning modi ji was talking about um, the black money they thought it's just another you know thing that people say they know it's an issue but they didn't expect anybody to actually do anything about it to be honest uh including bjp supporters Achha, just just so hold your thoughts right, right there pramod wanted to make a point I, and I, then i'll come back to you just an observation and i wanted to know if you because i was also there during that same time is the messaging from the government of the for the for the overall project of demonetization mm-hmm. and the intent for demonetization was not clear to the public because a it almost seemed like the government was confused with what objectives it was setting out to achieve because they 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 set out a very ambitious plan to try to get these this black money off of the system which is their overarching goodwill that he was riding on did you see that messaging go through because i was traveling through the hinterlands of andhra tamil nadu and karnataka during that time also trying to gauge my 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 feedback mechanism was to try to know whether in a mufassal center in a tier 2 uh, or 3 cities what is the impact of that and i i felt that somehow the messaging from the government was not uh in sync with the intention of the program uh, okay before you come to that neha uh, 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 i'm i'm going to i'm going to include that and the electoral thing in the in the uh, in the coming part yeah so neha uh, to respond to pramod and then we'll move on to the political part of it definitely so um i actually would um, partly disagree with you pramod ji here about the messaging not being clear uh because in my like eventually a lot of ideas got bungled up you know because new and new directives which were sometimes conflicting with each other kept coming out about the limits uh, how much money you could deposit whether you could deposit or not and what about the you know uh, whether you could deposit with pan or not with pan and so on and so forth every new day you read something new in the papers so eventually um in the later stages it did get a bit bungled up and that may have caused a lot of confusion but on the day of like uh, on november 8 uh, when modi ji came on the screen and after that whatever political and discussions ensued in the public um the idea of why this was being done was clear right whether or not it would be effective was questionable and a lot of people were questioning it in fact uh, hilariously there was this um all my neighbors had come to meet me because i'd come from us and uh, it always leads to a political discussion and they were actually trying to find ways of how you could save your black money assuming somebody had it yeah how you could save it and not a lot of people could come up with ways that would not where they would not get caught mm-hmm. um so the idea and this i'm sure happened in other houses also and other people did that too for <laughs> various reasons some out of sheer curiosity some out of you know obviously uh, but uh, this was definitely happening but they all understood 
that you know maybe it will be effective maybe it won't be effective but why it's being done is understandable and that was to clean up the lower rungs of the corruption they didn't expect malia to get affected they didn't expect you know uh, other big names uh, who have been caught in the black money scandals uh, to be to get uh, affected but they did understand that the neighborhood uh, daroga uh, you know who they know for a fact has a disproportionate asset is getting affected and you can see that because he lives in your neighborhood maybe because um, so, also maybe because you are in uh, up which is much closer to the the clarions that come in from delhi maybe the messaging was appropriate yeah, it's also it's, possible a language barrier right uh, because we were talking in hindi yeah. um, and uh, we use there are phrases and things that we catch on hold on to where we can understand hidden meaning and maybe the um, you know the states that are not hindi speaking states yeah. had a bit of issue there yeah. i can completely buy that because modi is a big like he's a you know the gifted orator he says a lot in very few words i know uh, so, so do you believe uh, yeah, moving on. on to yeah, the no. political part so i am just going to ask her i was just going to ask her that um, do you believe that it was demonetization that got them the stupendous victory that they got in up and then let's also add what has been the up government's uh, achievements or failures in the three months after since they've taken uh, power mm-hmm. and uh, has there been any perceptible change on the ground because you have two sides talking in completely two different tangents like the left thinks yeah. that patani matlab keher toot pada hai and the, the <laughs> so and the right is on another uh, thing so what is the reality of up okay so i'll start with the uh, the question about whether demonetization helped up elections or not i don't think it was the sole factor responsible uh, you know sapa did a lot of heavy lifting for bjp's win uh, they made it very easy <laughs> and i do not mean it like i mean i'm not exaggerating it's really to i it eventually towards the end it felt like they were not interested you know bringing a face like rahul gandhi people just do not resonate to that face hmm. anymore the, the joke probably was that even gandhi. no even the congressman in up probably did not resonate with rahul gandhi <laughs> everybody even today they have their you know opinions of whether or not it was successful whether or not it hurt the economy or helped the economy but every single person knew that this is an extremely bold move that modi took based on a simple promise that he made to the people and he really did not have to hmm. like there was no, nothing i put it was not a political gamble that any other leader would have made um, you know this the potential anger that could have exploded in the public uh would have you know destroyed political careers but he did that because it was a matter of principle for him because he promised it to his electorate and that was a very positive message ইরেস্পেক্টিভ Yeah. there were things yeah, of that you know you have to understand the common people right? uh, no 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 like, i'm saying in spite of that i'm saying those stories went out and in spite yeah, of that I'm modi carried a very polit- positive political message that's what i'm saying no so like but one more thing that the 
Indian media does not understand, you know, is that the average life, the regular life of an average middle class to lower class person is not as hunky dory as theirs. Right? Mm. We still go to the bank to do everything. I like. Like, money doesn't get delivered to our houses. We have to go and stand in the line every single time I visit India. Correct. To go and stand in the line. Correct. So, it's it, standing in the line is not. so let's come um, to the let's quickly come to the political thing because then we need to move yes. on to the other topics so quickly two minutes on the political part what do you think is uh, going on with the government right now positive negative with the up government up government yes yes so um based on like i i like this one thing that i really wanted to talk about um the anti romeo squad right um it, i i'll step back a bit in november i had just come back uh, to us from here lucknow and i read a tweet uh, from rohini singh saying that uh, she was touring lucknow uh, for political uh, coverage and she tweeted that oh my god lucknow is so safe that women can go out at 2 am on the river track. this is rohini from uh, economic times right absolutely
and I think uh, the initiative was launched around the same time. So three months into the initiative, and the streets are shockingly clean. I I stayed there for twenty five days. Usual, my usual uh, routine was if I am you know in Lucknow and I'm stepping out, I expect at least seven to ten comments of various from various people at various stages. If I come crossing like a corner, I'll get a hoot. Sometimes I'll get a whistle. It doesn't matter what. No, I'm no. Hearing. It might be unbelievable for you, Adit, because no, 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 no. you were no, no. You were in a lot of our listeners because well. you were in born and raised in Ahmedabad. Me being in Delhi, this is something that resonates with me so much. What Neha is saying, I completely. It's almost like she's telling everybody's yeah, story. Yeah, so I'll tell you. Like, so yeah. you, you come out. You come out from your house, right? I yeah. haven't even crossed. I haven't even walked like twenty meters. Uh, and uh, and an old guy who he takes a U turn on his cycle and starts following. Yes. What happened? Did a strict message go that anybody who's found doing anything wrong will be um, hurled up and put in jail or, or something? What them. was it? What happened? I think I think it was a, a bit of everything. Like it was also a very big psychological message that mm. was sent out. That there there is there is zero zero tolerance. Yeah. But somehow who were uh, no normal people who were um, somehow who got the courage to do all this because they were they were scared, yeah, they were, they knew nothing would happen. And also, don't forget when the top of the the guy who is on the top of the government, like Mulayam Singh Yadav says, "Ye ladke hain, aise karte rahenge." So then, that sends a different kind of message versus, um, you know, uh, Yogi Adityanath saying that there's zero. Let's take a ten second uh, break here, guys, and then we'll come up, uh, we'll wrap up these points, and then we'll move straight into the current political discussions. Before we get to our uh, next topic. Um, I do want to say that this is Mindmakers production. This Mind podcast is brought to you by the Mindmakers team. This uh, podcast is produced and edited by Adit Kapadia with the help of our team in India. The panelists for the um, podcast are Adit Kapadia, Pramod Kumar Buravalli, and Sunanda Vashisht, which is me. Yeah, Neha. I think uh, the in summary, what we were basically saying is that uh, the anti-Romeo squads have definitely, definitely had a very positive and very palpable effect, 
that you can just see by you know going there uh, before and after pictures hmm. sort of a thing um so it's very tangible hmm. other things that have also been happening uh, which is you know these are only small things which any average state would just expect out of their government and not be you know in awe of the government uh but because we've been like deprived of any governance for 20 years hmm. uh all of this is shocking for us for example the metro work is actually started now <laughs> wasn't it akhilesh yadav's flagship project metro has been happening actually interestingly it was uh, mayavati's flagship project the idea 15 years ago uh she went to congress tried to get uh, make it happen did not happen then uh, mulayan came did not happen then akhilesh uh, came well sort of happened not happened we didn't really know but now you can actually go around the streets and and construction is happening at you know huge speeds mm-hmm. uh, obviously it's causing a lot of issues because traffic diversions and uh, such but uh, you know people are can't wait uh, for that to happen and they can see the it work being done mm-hmm. a uh, you know another thing that uh, people have been observing is that cleaning up of the you know these uh, uh, illegal um take over of land for example not exactly benami properties but simple things like you know sabzi mandi is set up on the road um, encroachments you mean no exactly small time encroachment not big time uh, like you know big time big player encroachment nahi simple small things like you know sabzi mandi sabzi wale from the like the farmers from nearby areas come and just set up on the road Two. and eventually before you know it the road is encroached and becomes a sabzi mandi and now you can't park Hmm. but it's a matter of fact so you just move on from the next road oh. um but uh, now it is changing uh, recently a bunch of sabzi mandis were cleared out and they were allotted land that is actually supposed to be sabzi mandi land um and hmm. they were moved away from this and people were shocked like oh my god who knew this this road was this big hmm. um you know society's planning project has been like uh, the judges colony project um in lucknow has been planned for i don't even know like 25 30 years or something did not happen uh, suddenly after clearing up that of that road the construction over there is looking like it's beginning uh, mm. a lot of very small small things that you can see at least this is in lucknow um that that you can see them happening which should have been you know regular process but suddenly because we just do not expect any governance mm. from our government uh, we are you know in awe but overall so i cannot uh, finally give him a thumbs up Uh, but I, he definitely has my vote Achha. because of uh, and that is this is yogya adityanath definitely has my vote uh, for the anti romeo squad so to, to interestingly to नोएडा <laughs> no but but you know no one else thinks of uh, you people who live in uh, up none of them think of yogi adityanath as a militant monk i other than your friends you are a sapa or basapa member then he is definitely a militant because he uprooted you yeah exactly <laughs> so promote quick point and then we have to oh, move no, on no i like that innovative Uh, concept of having tapo ones in all the 75 districts remember yeah very nice going uh, uh, we always used to have one uh, one that had all the divine uh, f- uh, 
uh, tree something that had uh, some ayurvedic uh, this hmm. thing i really like that concept uh, okay. it has an economic potential also interesting interesting so we have to move on guys about uh, and let's talk about uh, the current issues right now uh, which is what's going to happen in the bihar alliance then hindu sarkar singh so let's talk about you know abhi anti romeo squad ki to baat hui gayi there was an anti modi squad being formed by <laughs> <laughs> and with nitish kumar as the um, i don't know the chief proponent of that par unka yahi problem hota hai ki head kaun karega i know that is what they are fighting over so right now uh, sharad yadav is meeting sonia gandhi nitish kumar is refusing to meet tejasvi yadav it's all yadav is meeting neha it's all the fault of these up walas you are not joining hands with nitish to form a anti modi squad what is wrong with you guys <laughs> i actually agree with you that it is up walas fault and not in just the way you imagine it to be yeah. it's also partly because um, like another point i would like to raise is that you know uh, now since and if you notice this sudden change of nitish's heart has happened after up election yes um, and one thing that he is realizing is abhi tak um, you know the up bihar are always hyphenated mm. and they're always backward right yeah. suddenly he is seeing that within the 3 months all the prime minister yojanas and all the schemes that the center has been planning up has become the uh, boiler plate for that like mm. they are getting extreme focus and uh, the state is making that happen the state government is just making it happen from ujwala yojana to every yojana is now actually happening which i don't know if affiliate is necessarily blocking or there was a political uh, block out over there but so it uh, could also be the central government was playing smart Mm-hmm. I mean, they are all Modi and Shah, twenty-four-seven politicians. <laughs> so. Yeah, absolutely. I, I'm not. I wouldn't be like. I wouldn't put that off. But what I'm saying is that it wasn't. There, there could have been a political blockage starting starting from any side. I don't know exactly. Mm-hmm. But now, uh, after the change in government, suddenly everything is happening. That was supposed to happen, but wasn't. Now everything is happening. So now, it, obviously, if I were Nitish, right, and I won uh, my election on some at least. some allegedly uh, development plan i would be worried because suddenly if up in 5 years looks much better uh, than bihar in the next 5 years mm-hmm. i would not be able to i won't have anything to sell yeah. like i don't have the caste um, uh, math that that made me win i don't have development either i have lost that image of i lost my moral high ground because i joined hands with lalu, lalu. Uh, and i now appear soft on law and order लालू यादव सेट करेक्टली कि ऐसा कोई है ही नहीं जिसको नीतीश ने ठगा नहीं है एंड ही इज रेडी टू ठगो नाउ दिस आल्सो बट व्हाट यू नो व्हाट आई डोंट अंडरस्टैंड इज दैट राम गुहा एंड ऑल दीस पीपल दे थिंक ऑफ नीतीश कुमार एज अ वेरी सीजन पॉलिटिशियन डिड ही नॉट नो व्हाट इज व्हाट वाज गोइंग टू हैपन आफ्टर ही जॉइन हैंड्स विद अ कॉन्विक्ट लाइक लालू यादव आई मीन इलेक्शन के बाद भी तो कोई दुनिया है वन सेकंड नेहा प्रमोट वांट्स टू मेक अ पॉइंट Uh, yeah. j- just one second and then they have no no i know see the 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 self 
analysis that uh, Nitish is capable of making, you have to understand that he's also a quintessential po- politician. 24-7 politician, uh, yeah. He has to survive in that uh, cow belt region where he's already predestined to be called a politician from the Bimaru state. That mm. was always that uh, tag he was carrying. So for him to break away from it, he had to survive. You have to come here, there, everywhere to yeah. try to get that acceptability factor going. Mm-hmm. All of that, like she's rightly saying, like uh, you had said, uh, that he was beginning to lose that plot yeah. on which he was sailing. Mm-hmm. Now he can't talk about being from a Bimaru state and all of this development because Yogi has turned it, around. turned it around now. Yeah. So all of these uh, uh, schemes that he has come up with, is which you know, clean uh-huh. roads and all of that, can be done one better by Yogi as well. Yes. Much better because they are newer now. Yeah. So he is losing exactly. that plot. Another factor is, uh, I think it's a matter of Andome Kana Raja also. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, because you you can't you just can't uh, you know, and I'm, I I say can't because I can't, but I'm sure they can. You cannot with the state face project Lalu as some sort of victim. Mm-hmm. Uh, they are trying to, but it just does not sense. Yeah. No, so and they know that. Oh. Um, so having said that, you know, Nitish is is a plank they have is a mask they have to wear. This is from Ramdua and all the left point of view. This he is a you know he is a person who they have to. Sharad Yadav and KC Tyagi have no legacy to worry about. Nitish ko apni legacy exactly. pyari usko unko ek MPC unki mil gayi. They are good. They, they don't care if it comes from RJD or JDU. Yeah. baat ye bhi hai ki Nitish Kumar had this problem that he was this was before the elections also. He was listening to a lot of journalists. Delhi based Delhi based journalists. No, kuch to Bihar based roving reporters bhi hai. Jinke saath Nitish Kumar kafi sunta the. You know, pata nahi brothers Bihar is whatever. No, but so, he is that. Yes. Yeah. So, uh, who has who has now moved to um, I believe Pramodji's land. <laughs> so, uh, Pramodji, your I, land is in. Which, what define his land? Telangana or no, Andhra? Uh, yeah, that's uh, no, no. He has moved to um, YSR. I was uh, party. Yeah. YSR, YSR party. Oh, I heard, I heard TN. Ah, no, no. He is no, no. He's doing it. Now, Narendra. Excellent. I think uh, it's excellent because now finally, when Prashant Kishore makes sure that everybody loses, he can give it there. <laughs> I know. No, but but his his business model is waning, so he wants to make as much money. Oh, yeah, he's he he's can. a he's a he's a mercenary, so he's yeah. just making the, the, the issue. The no, issue. I think I, I like it. Yeah, yeah, I like it. I like it. Because he takes away their money and he doesn't deliver and then he can move on. 
Perfect. Yeah, the hilarious point is, and now we're moving to the Hindu Sarkar debate and stuff. The hilarious point amongst all this is that the Congress had about three victories uh, from different polls. Ek to tha ye, matlab Congress and the opposition, three major ones. Ek Kejriwal tha who has lost it. Second is Amrinder Singh who makes more uh, statements that the government likes than the Congress does. And the third is Nitish Kumar, jisko rehna nahi hai. I know. So I mean, don't forget that Kaur. Amrinder Singh won not because of Congress, only because of his own thing, because he wrote those. No, I think Amrinder Singh probably won because he said he was not running again and that he ensured that his son is not going to be the CM. No, and also <laughs> he wrote... He, no, or because on... No, Amrinder Singh won because on national security, he <laughs> came out very strong against Sonia Congress. That's why he won. I think it's time that we uh, finally give him the tag that has been put on uh, Atal Bihari for a while by Congress. Right batch. Right batch is the wrong party. party. <laughs> <laughs> No, and, and India's in one of India's finest, if not the best military, military historian. historians. His books yeah. are phenomenal. Yeah. So, anyways, uh, coming to the last part of our podcast, when we'll talk about the couple of other current affairs issues. So, uh, Madhur Bhandarkar, a filmmaker whose films I quite admire, uh, Chandni Bar, Page Three, uh, and others, uh, tra- Traffic Signal, and I mean, he's made many films. He got into a bit of a soup, so to speak. So, he made a movie, and his movies have always b- had a touch of realism. No, he didn't get into soup. Congress got into a soup. No, no, Congress is a soup. It is wonderful publicity for Madhur Bhandarkar. I'm sure he's loving it. So he's coming up with a movie called Hindu Sarkar, which is based on the emergency and Indira Gandhi's Sarkar, of course, and where Neil Nitin Mukesh looks perilously close to Sanjay Gandhi. Yeah, he does. He's got the look right. So basically, they had a press conference or something in Pune and the Congress workers attacked it. Yeah. And uh, predictably, uh, I don't know who did anyone return their awards back? Not yet, but it does. This does not seem to be a freedom of expression issue, mm. because the, apparently Congress wants uh, not con- Congress party, but Gandhi family to be shown in favorable light during emergency. But they that didn't say a- anything to Sagarika Ghosh's book. Yeah. Yes. So they are not worried. They are not worried about what it does to the party or what it does to any other member. Unki bas yehi chinta hai that how are the Gandhi family, how are the Gandhi family members being shown? Sagarika Ghosh ki book to kaise bolenge? Unne to wo letter likh diya na Sagarika ne. Wahi unke liye bahut hai. And she was saying Nehru's daughter. How can you impose the emergency? I mean, I I don't even know what the hell is that supposed to mean. And this this sudden appearance of. Uh, Sanjay Gandhi's uh, daughter, lost yes. daughter, has Which also created a little bit of a ripple. And the BJP has not spoken a word about it. They know? don't need to. Why should they? They don't need to. It's, this is very, um, you know, being done, in, you know, they don't need no, to. No, I actually disagree on this. Why should not they? Like, if, if the Congress steps into every, every small... No, no, no. Uh, I, I take I take that back. I take that back. BJP should speak on it. The government doesn't need to speak on it. I, that's yeah. what I meant. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. But, but like, one has to understand that, you know, this is a consistent, um, you know, this has been very consistent behavior of the Congress party. Yeah. Uh, and in fact, their shan support for freedom of expression is the new change. The, the uh, only person, new. the only person who should not be speaking is Pahalaj Nihilani. <laughs> <laughs> you should not be speaking on anything. <laughs> but this is very important point to note that this is, you know, the uh, supposed, their supposed support for freedom of expression is the new fact. 
not them oppressing freedom of expression no. that has been very consistent throughout in history yes you know? several books have been uh, you know banned from the country no, just because they talked about the Nazis. the fact the fact that congress party is the only party in india that actually contemplated and finally did suspend the constitution for Absolutely. 18 months that is in itself a big no, no, thing no, against them ट्रबल Yes. Uh, it was not allowed to be released, and then there was another uh, movie that people forget called Kissa Kursi Ka, yes. which was made by Amrit Nata with Chabana Azmi and a uh, uh, couple of others. I forgot. Forget about that red sari. Oh, um, no, no, red yeah, sari. Those are books. I'm talking yeah, about films. Films, yeah. films. No, I'm talking about films. So these two films on the emergency were. I mean, I think uh, Kissa Kursi Ka thi ki to tapes bhi jal gayi thi. Yes, yes. Kuch we don't. Yeah, nobody uh, has any. There is no any. tapes available because they even critiqued the Maruti plant. Yeah. So, ah, uh, the red sari, uh, uh, the satanic verses. I mean, but well, satanic verses was not particularly on the Congress, but um. No, why? India was the India was the first. Rajiv Gandhi did it. Rajiv Gandhi banned it. So she did ban it, of course, but oh. because she was being consistent. But Congress party often conflates, you know, uh, they conflate two ninety five, like uh, hurting of religious sentiments with hurting of Gandhi sentiments. <laughs> टॉयलेट का मतलब सो द नेक्स्ट प्रेसिडेंट व्हेन दे विल बी चेंज विल दे फॉलो व्हाट दे डिड टू सीताराम केसरी सो दिस इज अमेजिंग सो दैट हैविंग सेड दैट वन मोर थिंग टू नोट अदर इज दैट हैव यू नोटिस्ड द सेम लेवल ऑफ आउटरेज एंड द सेम नंबर ऑफ ऑफिस दैट यू सॉ फॉर पद्मिनी दैट यू हैव बीन दैट यू आर सीइंग फॉर दिस लाइक दैट वाज नॉट इवन अ बीजेपी और एनी ब्रदर लाइक द एसोसिएशन द दैट अटैक um sanjay leela bhansali had nothing to do with politics possibly or at least i didn't know those players yeah uh, they were not national names. some karani sena or something of, yeah. yeah and the number of op-eds that came out in leading papers and international papers about you know india shutting down speech speech on that thing was i think i can't get lost count of it yeah. and then uh, suddenly this has happened and i haven't गांधी They they will not say Rahul himself but I have still not seen a piece critical of, of Sonia Gandhi when I wrote a piece critical of Sonia Gandhi five years ago that was will you believe it that was the first 
पीस क्रिटिकल ऑफ सोनिया गांधी दैट हैज एवर बीन रिटन एंड दिस वाज दिस वाज व्हेन नरेंद्र मोदी एज चीफ मिनिस्टर हैड क्वेश्चनड हर यू नो दैट शी यूज्ड टू गो एंड द मेडिकल बिल्स बीइंग स्पेंट ऑन हर दैट वाज द फर्स्ट टाइम एवर anybody had ever written but, on sonia gandhi but my lamentation is that when you are critiquing personalities whether it is jawalal nehru or bajpai or even pvn uh, or everybody is writing a book or hmm. some movie will arise why has the right not taken up the issue of indira gandhi as a prime minister not forget her personal life forget her hmm. emergency and uh, polit- political decision on that but has there been enough study made on the persona of indira gandhi per se uh, as her uh, on her on her best day no, and those, those those things Pramod, are missing the, that is missing Pramod, the, um, interesting thing to note here is the the tragedy of the right wing is that arun shori inaugurated a book on indira gandhi the स्कॉलर Right. Yeah. So I mean, you know, what is happening? So, anyways. See, I am happy with as long as he remains in the news cycle and as long as his books get read. Uh, and Neha had the best suggestion, which I actually made the announcement on the podcast also that now that the left likes him, all his books should be made compulsory reading in schools. Yeah. Hmm. Or at least in BA history, uh, you know, in every every exactly. uh, BA history syllabus yeah. in various That's colleges, especially yeah. the national colleges. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, Shauri should be mandatory reading. No, the uh, the best uh, would be the if the professors in history professors in JNU are mandated to teach Arun Shauri. मतलब कैसे पढ़ेंगे वो लोग? Yeah, this is uh, that is a very good strategy. If uh, you know, I don't know if there was strategy in Raja Ram Mohan Roy turning his back. on william carey but this will be a great strategy if modi i'm telling you i, I, I seriously hope that, yeah. that uh, arun hrd minister prakash javadekar should make arun shauri's three books mandatory bole po kya apni khud ki book suppose karenge yeah i had tweeted that uh, the day shauri um, came up and yes. said something i think mm. he's doing that but i forgot which one nahi aajkal to he does it every week same example yeah <laughs> so it should be mandatory reading in ba journalism and ba history courses uh, because now that he is you know he has the uh, um, favors of like he is in good books of the left uh, and he is always in the good books for the right for the amazing work he has done for us um so i think we are in agreement that his book should be i was at the um, uh, event i i was shaken myself and have heard her story before there were 
many people, most people who've heard this have heard it for the first time. I know my my mom had tears in her eyes. Uh, people were crying at the auditorium. So do listen to it. I am, um, you know, I actually wanted to, uh, via this podcast, thank everyone who has reached out to me. It's impossible for me to, my phone has been buzzing all night and I have not been able to reach out to everyone my Twitter timeline is all clogged um, uh, thank you people for listening and thank you for it's a long I never expected anyone to listen to this 25 minute thing but it seems that it has touched a chord um, you know it's an ongoing battle it's a battle there are political battles and then there are civilizational battles political battles come and go um, political parties come and go, political personalities come and go, but civilizational battles remain. And this is one of those civilizational battles that everyone, each one of us from Kashmir to Kanyakumari has to face. This is not my war. This is not um, any one single person's war. This is everybody's war. And I am just so touched with all the messages that I have been um, receiving. I will try and answer each one of them. Uh, but yes, thank you so much. And we did not know, Pramodji knows. He he's he's the one who pushed me to uh, do this. I usually say no to public events. I am um, so busy with mind makers all the time. I never ever get a chance to. I always say no to public events. But Pramodji egged me on. He said, "No, you have to go and you must speak." I needed a closure too, probably because I have never spoken about my personal uh, story on a public platform. So um, I suppose that was a much needed closure as well. No, but, but thank uh, you so much. Your closure has led to an opening. Yes, actually, it is not. Uh, yeah. Opening of uh, the deep stories that we have heard of, and we, you know, yeah. sitting right across you, you know, you can see the trauma you have faced in your uh, early childhood. That yeah. many people don't understand these things. Yes. But so, uh, my recommendation for this week is that uh, I've stopped watching many movies unless there is some real good feedback or reviews coming <laughs> in from. Uh, and my mother recommended that I watch this movie. Uh, called a lion, a lion. Yeah. A movie in which Dave Patel is uh, mm. he acts as a kid who is uh, adopted by parents in Australia. Yes, I yes. looked at it. I studied about the movie before because I I hate for some poverty to be shown from India because yeah. of this uh, slumdog millionaire mm-hmm. bad experience. I wanted to show uh, see if there was any ideology behind that adoption and if there was this uh, chest beating by you know some. Uh, uh, Australian or American that they brought light to this but it was a, actually it was a very personal and a biographical sort of a story so I'd recommend I'd certainly recommend Lion. just for the acting of this uh, young man Dev Patel uh, you should watch Lion. I have to watch that yeah, yeah. absolutely interesting uh, Neha your recommendation for the week and any uh, things you had to say for Sunanda's speech as well yeah I think I am more of a uh, you know book person as opposed to video and movie person um, but before I jump into the uh, recommendation, I have like, I've been at a loss of words ever since I saw that video from Sanandaji. I, I really do not know how to approach the subject. Uh, uh, like we've gone through different things in our lives, but nothing um, so heart-wrenching as that. And um, Thank you, I yeah. definitely recommend people watch it. And I would actually, you know, applaud your courage. Um I've seen some things in my life and it's very, very hard to talk about these things um, in a public platform or even I haven't even shared my story to my best friend. Um, So, you know, so doing this requires a lot of courage uh, and a lot of conviction and I thank you for doing this. Um, As an Indian, 
uh, every single indian needs to listen to that and and understand uh, what we have been ignoring for an unbelievably long amount of time um and uh, i would like it's just a you know word out there but i would encourage you to whenever you get the courage no timeline on this please write a book yes uh, on this <laughs> yes neha any uh, proboji has been saying this lot of friends and well wishers and family members have been saying this but uh, yes the in book fact, is in works and the book will be out no and i have to say it uh, one and a half or two years ago uh, when sunanda actually told me her story she actually told me that this is only going to be, be in, my, in book. my book and unless something so i mean you know so terribly happens that you mm-hmm. know i it just comes out naturally uh, I think the attack it was not just the attack or the scale of the attack it just brought back memories uh, for sunanda yeah. not just the attack the things that are happening in south kashmir that those harrowing times and then she genuinely was fearful that are we going back to the 90s again yeah. and that see it's very easy for people who haven't seen any of these conflicts to you know to hmm. start stand at podiums and preach about uh, all sorts of uh, you know moral high ground from a moral high ground and you know teach you about various uh, um, solidarity and kashmiriyas yes. and what not yes uh, you know, it was actually i think a um, response to that you know this whole instead of because i noticed that after the um, amarnath attack instead of the victims instead of worrying about the victims and instead of worrying about how can we make rest of the yatris safe the entire focus had moved on to how everyone in kashmir is condemning the attack this is ridiculous yes, this is ridiculous no, no, i don't know i have to tell you the funniest thing was i heard anuradha bhasin jamwal who's the daughter of ved bhasin probably written absolutely trashy anti india pieces on various forums and stuff even pastor sarthi has called him out so anuradha bhasin is no different she writes absolute rubbish she said there are only 2 300 militants in jammu and kashmir 2 300 militants <laughs> i mean what did matlab anantra ke ek mohalle mein gayi thi kya to hone ke liye and she doesn't even use the word no, terrorist why go to these obscure names when the home minister is focusing on the same exact thing Like how can you expect anything yes. else from the left? Yes, I that was uh, that you know, that that was a let down. That was a let down by um, Rajnath Singh. I don't know who was handling his Twitter account and what was going on, um, but that was clearly no, a let down. No, no, no should not at all, not this, at all. It was, it was something that, and it goes on. Uh, you know, it was in his name, and um, the buck stops with him. No, absolutely. And, and, exactly. And, and in fact, uh, Nikhil Wagle came. There's there was a story in regional media uh, that did interview the victims of Amarnath Yatra. That did talk about their heart wrenching story. Um, and Nikhil Wagle comes and calls that paper out as bigoted because he gave because it gave space to the victims' families. Rubbish. This is the shamelessness of the ecosystem. And uh, BJP pretends to be a right wing party, and they have they, they have. um and this is nothing to do with let uh, this actually interestingly has a lot to do with our situation and nothing to do with our situation at the same time uh, the book is called god against the gods 
and it uh, there's a subtitle to it called the history of war between monotheism and polytheism so it's written by jonathan kirsch and uh, it's available on amazon and uh, also on kindle and i highly encourage anybody interested um to read this it's not a bland history book where you're just bogged down with number like with uh, dates and and names but rather a very fluid uh, uh, fluidly written piece of work that talks about the general you know history of that period and it talks about um the rise of uh, christianity in europe um as paganism was falling uh, down as it basically its decline started and the transition period and the blood and gore that was involved in that transition period um and Jonathan Kirsch actually surprised me uh with his openness in understanding the philosophical and the psychological reasons behind the bloodiness of that struggle uh, because he talks about how monotheism does not give space to opposing or any variation of point of views and that is uh, partly responsible for what happened in Europe at that time and we as indians you know we are so um kind of bogged down with all of the stuff that happens around us it it you know everything else seems planned but this is a book that i would highly recommend to every uh, you know Wonderful. person who's interested and it's not just a history book it's a, it's a story book so you can it will not uh, bore you and i would highly recommend it you can tweet that we can all uh, we'll, we'll retweet it, it. interesting yeah. interesting absolutely yes, so uh, sunanda your recommendation yes my recommendation um, is completely as my recommendations always are they are not about politics or anything it's uh, about music this time uh, there is a lovely two part documentary that rajya sabha tv has made and it's called gumnam hai koi and this documentary is about you know prior to um, you know uh, these keyboards and everything coming in the uh, hindi film music when there was an entire orchestra playing so all those um, musicians who used to play in the orchestra like somebody used to play the trum you know somebody would play um, bassinet and all that stuff no one knows their names and they have we all know the music if the music plays we all know but no one knows who they are where they come came from most of them came from goa a lot of them came from the parsi community in bombay so this um, uh, you know this uh, two part series by rajya sabha tv actually goes to their homes now and finds out that who played the bean in one of the music who played the trumpet who played mm. the thing and how did that shape the song songs that we know today so we know that um, a lot of these other than rd burman no one understood orchestration Absolutely. of the movie that's movements. why you had kersi no that's why you had kersi lord and other yes. working that, that's what it is all about yes, homi mullan yes Another all these Parsi. people kersi lord and all these people it's called gumnam hai koi please watch it it's a beautiful so tribute government can still run tvs and public enterprises yes government can run privatize air india no <laughs> you put in your are thing. you equating rajya sabha tv with air india air we are india. not spending near Really, hundredth amount of money on Rajya Sabha. One is on the air, one is in the air. <laughs> so, <laughs> I so I have to, I have to quickly end. My recommendation is going to be an interesting one. In her speech, Sunanda mentioned a poem of Dushyant. So I'm going to recommend uh, the works of Dushyant, who's a very uh, well-known Hindi poet. And a lot of you, if you haven't read, please do read him. And another announcement: shout out to the Indian women cricket team who've made yes. it to the semi-finals yes. of Go the girls. World Cups. Mitali Raj. Yes. yes. So, 
I hope they win the World Cup this time. Yes, so I hope. We so talk so much about men's cricket. We remotely don't talk enough. No, no, no. Go girls, go. Absolutely. Yeah. So okay, we've come to the end of the podcast. Thank you so much, Neha, for joining us. Thank you, Neha. Hope you enjoyed the Thank discussion. Thank you so much for inviting me. Absolutely. Now you know how much fun mind podcasts are. So please do. <laughs> so please do keep coming again and again. Yes. We we'll, we loved having you. having you on the show. Thank you so much, guys. We'll be back next week. Thanks.